0: Hello everyone, this is Sherelle Jardine and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is a go-to for discovering new artists, as well it's a place to hang out with our Canadian icons. I absolutely love and it's my great pleasure to bring you the songs and stories of our world-class Canadian musicians and introduce you to our industry leaders as well. Magazine Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget. From producing to recording and mixing, contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running this station and its podcasts, and while we do bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep running and growing. Any contributions, no matter how small, are appreciated. If you love the show and would like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, go to pacificnorthwestradio.com and click on the top right where it says Contribute and become a patron of the station and Make a Scene Canada. Click on Become a Patron and then you'll have a few options. You can make a custom pledge and donate whatever you'd like or, for as little as a buck a month, you can help us keep the station and Make a Scene Canada rocking. You can also become an official sponsor of any one of our podcasts or online radio station. All details are on the contribute section as well. And you can always get in touch with us. Our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com. And in the subject line but make us in Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or maybe one of our other programs and find them all on pacificnorthwestradio.com. We've just started to dive into the Bitcoin world for the station. If you sign up for your own account, you'll get $10 to invest in various cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, and Bitcoin Cash, just to name a few. It's easy and fun, and why not get into the game? When you sign up and put $100 into your account and buy Bitcoins, you can refer a friend and when they invest $100? you're gonna get $50 to invest. And if you want to learn more about buying cryptocurrency, click on our homepage and follow the NetCoins link. Are you tired of the banking system as we know it? Uh Uh-huh. Have you ever heard about Bitcoin? Huh? Sure you have. Everything about buying it, uh-huh. but we're afraid and didn't know how, look no further. Netcoins is a user-friendly Canadian cryptocurrency exchange that aims to make cryptocurrencies less mysterious, intimidating, and complicated for Canadians.
1: Hey, I'm, uh, I'm not a lumberjack or a fur trader. I don't live in an igloo or eat blubber or on a dog sled.
0: It lets you buy and sell top crypto assets including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, XRP, and QCAD. Everybody here at the station is having a lot of fun with it. It's super easy, and if you have a hundred bucks and want to get in on it, click on the Pacific Northwest Radio homepage and click the Netcoins buy icon. You're going to get ten bucks just for buying in, and when you refer someone, you'll get fifty, and they'll get ten. Woo! Let's get rich together. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pacific Northwest Radio. Now go get your bitcoins. <laughs> if you're looking for past Magazine Canada shows. All of the back shows are on Pacific Northwest Radio. Just click on the Make a Scene Canada show icon on the home page, and there you'll find them. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites all waiting for you to discover. Right now, while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs. Don't forget to give Pacific Northwest Radio a like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. Okay, let's have some fun. Chloe Albert, a Juno Award-nominated musician, released her new album, Come Around Again, at the end of April 2021. Die Trying was the first single, and Come Around Again, the second. Both songs are being played on radio stations nationwide. So welcome to the show, Chloe. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk to me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You have two albums that preceded Come Around Again, Dreamcatcher and Dedicated State. Tell our listeners about your musical journey, how you got your start in music, and the lead up to becoming a staple in the Edmonton music scene.
2: Uh, It's been a long journey, but not not in a negative way, just a really gradual journey. I am Basically, I, I went to college out of out of high school, and I was in sort of a general bachelor of arts program, and I was loving it, and I was loving the sort of varied course courses that I was taking. But um, there was this little voice in my head that was sort of thought, well, "Maybe I should check out the music program at McEwen College in Edmonton." And so, I was living in Calgary at the time, and and um, I did end up feeling like a little bit of a a fish out of water in the Bachelor of Arts program. So I ended up applying for, um, the music program, got in, really didn't know what I was in for. didn't really know what to expect. I just knew that I loved music and I ended up loving the program, but mostly, um, most importantly there is where I kind of discovered this part of the industry that exists that I wasn't aware of before that, that is that you can, you can make, um, just a regular living, playing music as a musician, as a working sort of like I say, a working class musician. Which I didn't really know about that before then. I kind of just thought you had to have a huge record deal with you know Sony and, and and be you know on the on the radio waves to have a career. And so I remember feeling really excited about that because it felt sort of empowering that I could, um, yeah, that there was ways that I could just become a, a working musician. And so after after college, that's when I sort of. Decided to try to do that. That was my only goal: was to be able to make a living um, playing music, doing what I loved. So, um, right after college, I, I started to try to make my first record. It costs a lot of money to record professionally with professional, you know, engineers and producers. So I I was um, applied for some grants and got the funding, but that took me a good year and a half to to acquire the funds I needed and. And then a, a good couple of years to record the album. So, I did my first album. It did really well. It was it was nationally recognized from the Canadian Folk Awards, and that was kind of really exciting and and surprising, quite frankly, um, for me. Just as a as a totally independent artist, I didn't really know. I was just thrilled that it could have that kind of a reach. Um, and that's after that first album is where I first started to build some momentum, and my name kind of got out there from. Uh, support from a local independent radio station and the folk clubs around Alberta. And yeah, just started to build up momentum towards recording another album. It was five years in between my first and second album though. So I kind of just took my time again to, to play and, and I was working full-time, a regular job at the time and playing on the weekends. And, and uh, yeah, I just ended up applying for more grant funding to record again. And um, and then after uh, it was after my the release of my second album that I sort of had built up enough momentum to be able to perform uh, full time and then and then we did that for years and years and then I started a family after my second album right after the Juno Awards um, I was nominated for Juno Award after doing my second album Dreamcatcher and started a family and now have three young boys and so there's been an eight year gap between my last album and this one um, because the family and then that's where I am now.
0: Well that's awesome and you've been compared to Kathleen Edwards and Sarah Harmer. Who do you look up to musically and who are your influences? Um, yeah
2: well again that has been ever-changing. I know when I was First, starting when I first sort of bought the guitar and started writing songs, I was about 15. And that was around the time that the little Sarah was born. And um, I remember a lot of those women being a huge inspiration to me. I, that was where I really realized that's what I want to do. And so, you know, so that would be Sarah McLaughlin and Cheryl Crow and um, Paula Cole and Jewel. All those women um, were a big inspiration to me when I was younger. Now I, I look—I look to a lot of women who have families and are, and are able to kind of manage a career. Um, some of those women are. There's a, a great folk artist from the U.S. named denise Mitchell and um, Missy Higgins from Australia. And, um, but I, otherwise, my influences are so uh, so diverse. I mean. I've been so influenced by all the music I grew up listening to, you know, my dad's record collection of, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Beatles, Neil Young, all that stuff. Um, You know, to, uh, you know, I kind of grew up in the 90s, so I feel like I was pretty influenced by, you know, 90s pop music and, um, yeah, it's just always, always changing. And then I grew up going to folk festivals, bless my parents, they always took us kids to, the Edmonton Folk Festival, and so a lot of world music, and, and so, yeah, I've been sort of pretty broadly influenced by a lot of different genres, but um, and I know both my all three of my records, I remember making my first one, and, and the producer kind of said, like, you know, your, your songs are kind of all over the map, some of these, like, some of them are country, and some of them are bluesy, and some of them are, have some soul and pop, and, and he said, you might want to consider sort of narrowing in on one genre and but I just never felt like I could so all my recordings are pretty diverse sounding
0: and I think that's okay because it gives everybody a chance to like something on the album yeah I think so too thanks There's a couple of quotes I want to share with our listeners about you. Canada has given us a lot of very good singer-songwriters, and Chloe Albert is a name we should add to the list. It's the epitome of a fine singer-songwriter album with intelligent, literate writing, appealing vocals, and a very tasteful production and musical arrangements. And as a songwriter, I love to talk to other songwriters about the art of songwriting. So when you're alone and an idea starts brewing, what's your process? Yeah. Oh, neat. Um, I, uh,
2: yeah, my process has always been, um, mostly the same. I feel like exactly the ideas start brewing. It's usually, um, sort of this process of like, it usually starts with me picking up my guitar or piano, but I'm, I'm 99% of the time right on my guitar. And it's usually like the music that sort of, uh, I'll just start playing and, and, uh, you know, come up with something musically that I feel excited about and I'll just sort of jam on that by myself for a while. And then uh, usually what happens is, um, you know, like a phrase or or a hook or something will just kind of come out and and it's not always the lyric right away. It might just be a melody, but for me like the music and the melodies are what really, always kickstart the songwriting for me and, and when I get excited about, okay, I want to sing that, I want to play that. And then sometimes, like, if, if a lyric is born, you know, a phrase or a couple phrases, it's almost as though those, and there's just something that sort of flows through me, those I let sort of dictate, oh, okay, like it's almost as though the song is telling me what wants to be written and that sounds pretty <laughs> pretty mystical. <laughs> but that's kind of a, that's kind of how it works. For me, I don't often decide what I want to write about and then write a lyric about that. I, it often happens in this sort of flow consciousness kind of way. But I, I certainly have, um, you know, had had uh, had songs that I've written intentionally, you know, but for the most part, that's what happens for me. And then I work the song out from a couple of phrases and build it out from there.
0: Awesome. My daughter AJ, uh, she's also a recording artist living in Nashville, loves co writing. And I see that you've got some co writes on the new release. So, what's your co writing process like?
2: Yeah, that's been a bit of a process for me as well. So, my first two albums, I had written all the songs, um, hadn't had any co writes on there. Uh, and my second album had a song written by a friend of mine entirely. So, but I really just, you know, it's kind of an inevitable thing that you bump into as a songwriter is the art of co-writing. And I was just always really shy about it. I just had a hard time because I write in this sort of flow, flow kind of way. Um, I had a hard time getting into that place with another person. Um, and so I would try songwriting and try co-writing. Um, I, I co-wrote a lot with a, a really incredible writer in from Edmonton here named Rob Heath. And he's just written hundreds and hundreds of songs. And, um, but I always would, every time we'd sit down at a co write I would just feel so, so stuck and, and kind of just almost freeze. Cause I, I just wasn't able to figure out how to do that. So, but I still continued and I, you know, I went to Nashville several times and I would set up co-writing sessions there. And, um, again, I would always run into the same problem, but I was determined to persist. And I was like, maybe I just haven't found the right person to write with, or maybe I just need to like relax and open up and not, not, <laughs> not be so uptight. Um, but it wasn't until, um, on this latest record, I, I did a residency at the Bounce Center for the Arts in 2017 and one of my favorite writers uh, who's from Edmonton was there in the same residency and she was just she's the opposite she just writes so effortlessly and so quickly she's so fast I remember a weekend I was feeling really discouraged I was like eight months pregnant with my second son and I just couldn't write anything and I had all I had two weeks there at the residency and I just I wasn't able to write and I remember hers just kind of casually saying she had written 11 songs already and I was like what anyway we I had a song that I had sort of half written and I really wanted to finish and I couldn't finish it and she popped into the room we, we sat down and she just Finish. Help me finish the song in like an hour. It was just, and so what. Her and I started to do that. I found worked really, really well for me was a way of co-writing that was sort of via correspondence. So I would send her some ideas um, in a voice memo, some lyrics or some music, and then she would ruminate on it, send some ideas back, and then I would ruminate on that, send some ideas back, and that was a way that I could co-write and have the time to be creative. Um, alone, and then <laughs> mm-hmm. co-create, sort of, and collaborate that way. So that's kind of. I wrote a couple songs with her on, on the latest album, "Come Around Again." And what's her name? Her name is Danielle Kennedy.
0: Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about the new album right now. So, your website says "Come Around Again" as an eclectic. A collection of songs that artfully evoke feelings most of us have at some point in recent months. Feelings of yearning, hope, a quiet peace, the comfort of a loved one, determination, and an insistence that however many trials one may face, there is something worth fighting for. So I want to know what in particular sparked or influenced the creation of these songs? Yeah,
2: um, I think of a song. Well, actually, There's an instrumental on there, which I've never done that before, but, um, my grandmother passed away and her name was, you know, last talk on that album. I I knew she was, you know, kind of, she's getting older. She's 94 years old and and she's starting to be in a lot of pain and starting to become not well. and, And she was in Quebec and I don't get to see her very much, but I love her so dearly. And I wanted to... Um, sort of pay tribute to her in some way. And mm-hmm. so the, the song Oda a Vision, which is the most track that's an instrumental, uh, inspired completely by my grandmother. Um, yeah, I also um, recorded a track written by my dear friend Rob Heath from Edmonton, and it's called Prayers of a Fool. And he wrote the song many, many, many years ago, and ever since the first time I heard it, I knew... I wanted to record it. Um, and so he allowed me to do so, which I'm so grateful for. I love to sing and perform that song. And it just sort of, I mean, it's, it's sort of a song about, um, you know, just, just going through rough times in, in relationships with people and, and wanting to see it through and just, uh, wanting to, yeah, just to see it through. And that, that song was really important to me. Um, the song, Goodbyes, was inspired by, um, sort of realized as an adult that I, and you know, it's funny because the songwriter cliche of being, uh, you know, sensitive, I guess, I realized that I've always been a really, probably highly sensitive little human being since I was small. Um, and I remember really having a hard time with vulnerability, even as a small child, and so there's a lyric in, in goodbyes that talks about, I remember when I was little, my mom's from Burnaby and, and we would drive to Burnaby two, three times a year to visit my grandparents. And, and I always remember it was being so emotional when we'd have to leave because, you know, they would be sad to see us go. and, And we knew we wouldn't see them again for a while. And I would do these funny things like either pretend I was sleeping, like we'd leave often in the wee hours of the morning so we could make the whole drive to Edmonton and, I would pretend to be sleeping so I could avoid having to cry and say goodbye or I would put sunglasses on so that, you know, it's <laughs> just a kid and I just wouldn't want them to stand it. So anyway, the song sort of, that song has all these motifs about um, different instances in my life um, and growing growing up where I, uh, you know, just, just had a hard time with those moments. Um, so that one's really near and dear to my heart. Uh Die Trying is sort of a similar theme to Prayers of a Fool, um, but uh, a little more on, on the hopeless <laughs> on the hopeless sentiment. Um, mm. And uh, what else, Come Around Again? You know, Come Around Again was actually, it's probably one of my favorite songs on the record. And, and funny enough, it was... Um, This is a song that was just really lightheartedly written for fun. I actually did a a workshop in Nashville in, oh boy, 2016, I think. I just needed to get away. I needed time to work on on my craft. And and, um, I went there, and Jonathan Brook, who's an incredible... American troubadour songwriter was sort of running this workshop. And, and she, she asked us, she said, run out to the hall and I want you to write a song in 15 minutes. Um, And I definitely never tried any kind of approach like that. And so that's where the hook, like the whole chorus was born for that song. It was just like a really fun, lighthearted, Oh, I'll, I'll sing about like, I think she said, use, use the word, you know, I don't know. She gave us a prompt. It might have been about wanting to see someone again. And, and so that song was born there. And then I just sort of made up a story. I used to work in coffee shops a lot. I remember working with like graveyard shift at a 24-hour cafe when I was 18. And I remember having in a grocery store. And I remember having little sort of you know, crushes on customers and sort of hoping that, you know, I would see them again. So I've just sort of written for fun, thinking about that kind of a thing, you know, wondering when you're going to see that person again that you kind of have your eye on.
0: Yeah that's awesome I love it I love all the songs they're you know really beautiful and they're so well produced and that's what I'd like you to just give a shout out to some of the musicians that worked on the album and as well uh, the producer yeah thank you I'm glad you enjoy it um just as the songs
2: are eclectic in the sound it's because I worked with a lot of different people on this project so that was partly due to that was for a lot of reasons um uh, but I ended up recording this a lot a large part of this album when I was Quite pregnant with my third son, and and uh, and we weren't able to to finish the vocals because I was so out of breath. <laughs> um, and so anyway, and then the pandemic hit, and and my producer is from Calgary, and I was in Edmonton, so I ended up finishing with. So basically, the bulk of the songs were recorded with Mike Little, who's an incredible um, keyboard player and musician from Calgary and and producer. Um, Come around again, which is sort of the the more. Uh, pop produced track was uh, produced entirely by Ryan Stewart from Vancouver um, who I've wanted to work with for 10 years literally and uh, finally just made a last minute decision to record this track with him and I'm so glad I did and um, and Louis Sednak who's my neighbor but I also recorded my very first album Dedicated State with him and he's just such, a, such an incredible he's just so great at what he does and so I, I kind of finished all the vocals and the finishing touches of the songs with him and then the musicians were my, my good buddies mostly from Edmonton here, there's Kyle Masook on guitar, Paul Bergeron on bass uh, Brennan Lyons on drums Murray um, Pulver who's from Winnipeg he played beautiful guitar as well and um, yeah, that's the most of it
0: Awesome. That's yeah. Kudos to all of them for giving it just that icing on the cake.
2: Yeah, oh totally.
0: Mhm. A question that I like to ask all my guests is what is the best advice that you can give to recording touring artists that are working hard at their art and trying to get above the noise. Now, the noise being that there's millions of other artists trying to do the same thing. It used to be that you would get a contract from a record company and they would do all the work, but now artists are DIY and the internet is like an open sea for all kinds of music and all kinds of professional levels, really making it super hard for the listener and the music lover to kind of wade through all that. So what advice off the top of your head can you offer those artists?
2: You know, that's that's a good question. And I'm, you know, I'm always a learner as well, like in some ways and in a lot of ways i'm i'm I feel like I'm new to the music industry because from when I first started, it's changed basically entirely, and so i'm I'm constantly learning about you know and adapting, and we all are and so I think that's what's so tricky like I was really lucky with my first album um you know, I just had a few lucky things happen. Like, I, I somehow it got into the right hands of someone at CBC Radio 2, and, and I was receiving national radio play on, on the CBC station and and my local um, beloved station, CKUA Radio, who are quite um, quite well-loved around Alberta and around the world, so they, they're largely responsible for um, the music scene we have in Alberta. Um, and it was through play with them that... So, I mean, that's, that's not really good advice. That's just sort of like... Keep doing what you love, and and if you're if you're doing a great job, um, you know some and and you're persistent, you know something's gonna catch and it's gonna give you a break. But now, to be honest, you know, eight years after my last uh, my last release, I, I feel like I'm starting from scratch. So I'm I'm myself. <laughs> this is a mm-hmm. terrible answer because I'm not giving any advice, mm-hmm. but I um. I myself am am asking the same questions. Like I don't know, I don't know, to be honest, you know, I, I, um, but I mean, what I do know is that, you know, you do, you know, you really just do what you love because you love it. And I I just kind of believe in my heart of hearts that, that if you put your heart into what you do, you do your best and you're persistent and that's what you want to be doing. You know, the, the good news is, is either way it's, you're, you're going to be coming out okay because you're doing what you love. But um, I'm a very, very sort of optimistic, hopeful person. I think you have to be to, to continue to do music <laughs> for a living because it's it's sort of a shot in the dark sometimes. Yeah. And, and um, you just hope that it lands into the ears of people who need to hear it. And that's kind of the best you can wish for. I don't have any special, you know, tricks or, you know, a zillion Instagram followers or anything like that myself, so
0: yeah,, mm-hmm. but I think that's really good advice, like at the end of the day, and that's kind of the consensus of most of the people that I talk to. It's like we do it because we love it, and you can't imagine yourself doing anything else, yeah. but so just keep going,
2: yeah, right? and that's what's always been for me exactly it's it's you know, people have said to me, oh, you are courageous for you know following your heart, and i it's really been like I really just couldn't. I couldn't do anything else I would have died inside I just knew that I knew that this is what I wanted to do and so uh there's no regrets and and having said that I will just keep making music as long as I enjoy it and if you know if if I if I don't if I stop, if it stops being fun and enjoyable then I you know I wouldn't continue to do it so it's yeah you're not you're not losing if you're if you're loving it along the way you know
0: Mm-hmm, exactly and how can people find you on social media yeah so I, I'm usually quite active on um,
2: Facebook and Instagram those are the two platforms that I tend to use so my Instagram handle is Chloe Albert Music and uh, Facebook is just under Chloe Albert um, I have pages a page on there and then of course uh, my website ChloeAlbert.com
0: I want to thank you so much, Chloe, for hanging out with me today. I'm super excited to share your latest single, Come Around Again. Thanks so much, Sherelle. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And uh, all of our listeners out there on uh, Make a Scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio, go to chloealbert.com. You can get all of her music and find out her latest news.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
1: I am headed home with the scent of coffee clinging to my skin. I wonder if you know I've been thinking of you since you first walked in. I'm left with one thing on my mind When you're gonna come around again? It surely holds that hey, I might get
0: I really want to thank Chloe for being on the show. Head over to her website, and there you can follow her on all her socials. ChloeAlbert.com is where you go. You can get her music there and find out all her latest news. And that's the show. I'm always so grateful to share our Canadian artists and their music with you, as well as our industry movers and shakers stories. Leave Pacific Northwest Radio on 24-7. It's music online all the time. You can find all my past shows on demand. Click the Make a Scene Canada icon on the homepage of Pacific Northwest Radio. As well, you can find Make a Scene Canada on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites that you can subscribe to. It's all waiting for you to discover. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at SheldonZaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Stone Poets, recorded with Sheldon, and you can hear more at stonepoets.ca, or listen to my rock-side head at headmusic.ca, and you can find me and all my projects at sherellejardine.ca. And please get in touch, because I love hearing from you. Now take a few minutes out of your day and share our Canadian artists. Make a scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on social media. Okay, signing off now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, let's make a scene, Canada.
1: Too close to the sun. Feels better if you just start falling. The air is cold.
0: the 2